Voices, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, verse 2. This parable beautifully illustrates what so many of us experience. The proclamations and the whispers of fear, doubt, jealousy, ambition, and the other voices of our broken emotions and feelings. Can we possibly hear the voice of God through the clatter? Voices, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. Have you ever stopped to think or set aside the time to consider conversations that transpire in your mind? There's a sea of words and pictures, content often a surprise, rising up and sinking back in that world behind your eyes. Where do all the voices come from? Some so muted, some so clear, and why are they so often not the ones I want to hear? Yes, I know these vocal tenants, each distinct in tone and name. Though their topics may be different, their effect is quite the same. Dissatisfaction gets me whining, has me bawling like a calf, until jealousy speaks up and then I want what I don't have. Doubt will take its turn and work to thwart my motivation then confusion makes a comment and I'm filled with consternation. Ridicule is biting, quite a rude and nasty comic, while rage pushes the volume up to something near atomic. Selfishness refuses to keep silent for too long while its boon companion pride just simply never thinks it's wrong. Bitterness will mutter with a constant seething air an attempt to pass the narrative directly to despair. Judgment's very haughty, likes to point accusing fingers, and resentment's only purpose is to make the whole thing linger. These voices, one by one, put such a daunting sound before us, and when speaking all at once, they form a paralyzing chorus. Fear, defiance, vanity, malaise, defeat, suspicion, condescension, lust, anxiety, regret, and raw ambition. Gossip, envy, sarcasm, revenge, impurity, and writing all this dialogue is good old insecurity. In my search to end this rhetoric and cure this vocal cancer, I found sweet words of truth. Thank God I finally found the answer. For I can be unshackled, I don't have to be conformed. My heart can be renewed so that my mind can be transformed. We can chase our chief accuser, can dethrone that evil prince. For each attack we must endure, our God provides a sure defense. When confusion rears its head, I can claim my peace of mind. Should resentment raise its voice, I have the option to be kind. If vanity is calling, my reply, humility. I can break the power of fear and simply choose tranquility. Know that grace kills condescension, 
Know that love will banish lust, contentment evicts jealousy, and doubts removed by trust. I don't have to be a victim. For these chains, there is a key. I've been told I'm saved by grace, and that the truth has set me free. Our foe's arms are pure facade, his weapons, nothing but illusion. To realize our victory, we need to grasp this sure conclusion. But we'll never win the battle till we fully understand our opponent's only weapons are what we place into his hands. It can be said of many people in our world that they are their own toughest critic. Is that you? Do you know someone like that? Never satisfied with their own performance and always trying to find ways to be better. They are far more critical of themselves than anyone would ever be of them. When done in a healthy way, self-assessment is one of the best ways to grow personally in learning and experience. However, when done in an unhealthy way, this internal assessment can degenerate into a lack of confidence, uncertainty, and fear. And in extreme cases, it can result in hopelessness, self-loathing, and paralyzing depression. God loves us. The Bible tells us, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5, verse 8. God's expectation isn't perfection. It's authenticity, truth, and honesty about ourselves and our lives. It's being broken enough to admit we need a Savior, and then embracing the wonders of his grace that makes us children of the King. Voices within that demean and humiliate us or others are not from him. Let's don't put weapons into the hands of our enemy. God promises us, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 verse 1. We are children of the King and he loves us. May that be the voice resounding in our minds and in our hearts.